0: Hi everybody! Hey everyone, welcome back to Femme Foul Play! Yay! We are on our 11th episode, if you believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, I had so much fun doing our 10th episode. We Me got too. like a lot of. uh... That was a good one. A lot of people really loved yeah, that one. Yeah, I think, and that was good. And I like that we always we we've been doing things too that aren't like just about people being murdered. Yeah, no, <laughs> I like it. It's supposed to be about crimes women women have committed. Yeah, so thanks again everyone for listening, for commenting, etc. So we'll just jump right in it. Today, what what are we talking about? Today, which a lot of people may not know of, this is probably a little lesser known case just because it's international and it's from a terrorist. I think it's more popular for sure, in, like, the UK. Oh, yeah, definitely. for sure, for sure. Yeah. But, like, not so much here. Right. So today we are talking about a Miss Samantha Luthwaite. Is that how... I've been saying Lethwaite. Is that how you say it? I think it's Luthwaite. I think we can also... We have a couple of disclaimers for this episode, but first of all, we are going to butcher some names. So yes. just don't be offended. <laughs> yes, we do not speak How did um, you say Arabic. it? Luthwaite. Luthwaite, okay, okay. I don't know, that just... It just Luth-weight. okay all right that's fine okay so yeah that's who we're talking about and she is also known as sheriffaya luthwaite or the white widow and she's a british woman who's one of the western world's most wanted terrorism suspects which by the way isn't it crazy that she's like still wanted and was has not been yeah this has been going on for quite some time yes she um I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It is. It's, it is a weird, after we talk about the wine too, we'll kind of touch on some things that I think need to be said before we even talk about her. But so yeah, so the wine that we're doing is called Boom Boom. It is a 2015 Syrah from Washington State. It's made by Charles Smith Wines out there. Their little saying, which we thought was super cute, is land to hand, vineyard to bottle. Super cute. And it's zesty and easygoing. There is blue fruit, it's light, and it's herby. And it retailed at $15, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for, like, a good wine. Yeah. I've seen this in the stores. Like, I remember always seeing I've seen seeing this a it. lot in the stores. Yeah, I remember always seeing it at Harris Teeter and being like, I really want to get that one. It stands out because there's a bomb on the label. Right. And so we, like, didn't want to be insensitive, but, like, we saw it and we were like, okay, we have to. So, like, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. We have the utmost respect for, like, the victims of terrorist attacks, like, anywhere. Um, and we also respect Islam as a religion. Like, there's no hate. Um, but, like, fuck terrorists, basically, is what, you know, we're trying to say. Yeah. Like, and this was just irresistible. I mean, it's perfect it's for it this is. case. And as I was telling Mariel, I don't understand why they just don't bomb themselves in an empty field <laughs> where no one is around. That whatever. would be nice. But that's not really. <sighs> but anyway, okay, you guys know um, our we're on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And our Instagram is Foul play All together. Yep. So let's get started. Wait, let's pour this wine. It's a twist cap, guys. Ready? Oh, I can't get it. Oh. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. That was a strong one. Crazy. I'm gonna put a um aerator aerator on this bottle because it's. Oh, I just felt like being extra today. Also, on the back of the bottle, there is a match, like a lit match. A very, um, whoever created this. It does really catch right. I think literally for years I've been looking at this one it always like pops out. I wonder why we haven't tried it before. I don't know. Yeah, because, and it's a very simple design. Like it's just black and white. You you just don't see a bomb on a wine. Right. And it's like boom, boom. Yeah, so we're pouring this right now. We're going to take a sip. I hope it's like a little peppery. I always like red are Peppery. Pepper. Pepper. All right. Oh, did you hear that? Putting down the bottle. Cheers. All right, what are you not going to do during this episode, to have the Plank down my glass, you okay. bitch. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. It's light. It's super light. It's super but I, light. But I love that. Like, I don't have the dry mouth. Not yet, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not what I was expecting. I like that. Okay. Okay, All right, cool. let's keep drinking this and get started. Oh, by the way, if anyone's curious about the food pairings... <laughs> It is specifically lamb, meatballs, Meatballs and 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 spicy barbecue ribs. Spicy barbecue ribs. That's what it says on the website. Right. Okay, so another kind of disclaimer for this episode, there are, like, a lot of rumors and speculation and lies and truths about the story of Samantha on the internet. Um, And we found, like, a lot of articles saying she was a mastermind, she's high-ranking Al-Qaeda operative, Al Qaeda or Al Qaeda? How do you say that? It's eat tomato, tomato. Okay. I say Al Qaeda. I feel like I say Al Qaeda. So say Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, say something, <laughs> we also found articles saying she's really just somebody who like set up apartments for those in the organization and like helped those money, bought supplies, etc. No one really knows exactly where she fell in the terrorist organization, basically. Right. They can't yeah. tell she was. um Lower in the top, yeah, like a bit, like a bitch, or or higher up, or the pimp, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) guys. Also, I'm really excited about this because I got my master's in terrorism and homeland security, yes, you did, and so I'm like, oh, I'm finally putting my master's degree to use. (laughs) So, this is really exciting, thank you, American University, (laughs) yeah, that we don't get paid for. So, personally. Uh, we do kind of think that the media has amped her up. Always, media is always sensationalizing mm-hmm. these things, especially since she's a woman. Right. Um, there is a certain lore about her and just the idea of a woman being involved in, you know, these acts of evil, which really obviously, you know, draws people in. And that's what the media wants, obviously. They need some viewers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So either way, she does have known connections to terrorism, which kills a lot of people. So here we are. That's why we're talking about this. Yeah, whether she was buying them groceries or, like, actually the head <laughs> of that, like... Yeah. Blowing Saddam Hussein, like... I'm not Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Saddam Hussein. <laughs> uh, Osama Bin, bin Laden. Laden. Anyway. Potato, potato. Right. So, good old Sammy was born in Northern Ireland in December of 1983, and she grew up in Islesbury in Buckinghamshire. Jesus. In England. If anyone's listening from the uk like please excuse us for butchering that (laughs) because i'm yeah so her parents split when she was about 12 13 and friends say the split really affected her and she sought out um like her muslim neighbors who she believed had a strong family network and connection yeah so she's raised as a christian but by the time she's 17 she is converted to islam she starts taking like religious studies classes she begins wearing a hijab and later a, jiz, a jibab, which I didn't even know what that was. And a jibab is like a long gown which covers everything but your hands and face. So this is when she kind of adopts the Muslim name Sharafiya. So. In 2002, she married Jermaine Lindsay in an Islamic ceremony in the front of the room of a house in Islesbury. Cute. <laughs> the pair met on oh wow on an islamic chat room while she was studying religion and politics in london and he was working as a carpenter they first met face to face at a stop the war march that's ironic yeah so her parents were like not on board with this they never came to terms with her converting and they did not attend her daughter's wedding which is like fucked up like just because she converted to islam like i understand like that's their child and they raised her as like, a christian but like it is, Come but maybe on. they already saw some, like, extremist behavior. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they probably did. So, so actually, Jermaine is also known as Abdullah Shahid Jamal. Mm-hmm. So, in 2004, she has her first baby. He's a son. And she spends a lot of time at the Regent's Park Mosque in London and Leeds Grant Mosque. And Jermaine and Samantha, they rented a house in Dewsbury, Yorkshire. And they... um. They become friends with Muhammad Sadiq Khan, who turns out to be a very bad person. Side note: Mosques are beautiful. Yes, they are. Oh, remember beautiful. where were we driving in from? We were driving in from York, remember? And we saw the was that the mosque? mosque? Yeah. Yeah, the mosque here in around DC is beautiful. It's, yeah, it's in Maryland. I mean, it's it has like these gold paintings. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. So we're gonna fast forward to July 2005. At 8.50 a.m. on July 7th, Jermaine blew himself up on a train traveling between King's Cross and Russell Square tube stations. He killed 26 civilians in the suicide attack. Luthwaite Samantha Serafia was eight months pregnant with their second child, a daughter at the time of his death, and their son was only 14 months old. Right. So this happens and Samantha reports Jermaine missing like six days after the bombing by telephoning a telephoning. I sound like my grandfather. Oh, boy. Telephoning a helpline set up for families of the victims. She denied having like any prior knowledge of the attacks and said, quote, I totally condemn and am horrified by the atrocities. Atrocities. <laughs> by the atrocities. <laughs> I am the wife of Jermaine Lindsay and never predicted or imagined he was involved in such horrific activities. He was a loving husband and father. I'm trying to come with terms to terms with the recent events. My whole world has fallen apart, and my thoughts are with the families of the victims of this incomprehensible devastation. Okay. Can we yeah. just unpack mm-hmm. that for a second? You don't live with someone, and you're married to them, and have three kids with them, and have zero idea, like, that on their side yeah, that time that they're a terrorist. <laughs> it's true. Like, no, no know, no, bitch, no. Right. So, um, the police have her in protective custody, like a police safe house, after her home was firebombed in the immediate aftermath of the bombings, which is super scary, obviously. However, at the inquest into the bombings, it was disclosed that Samantha had associated with Mohammed Sadiq Khan, the ringleader of the London bombers, before the attacks. Surprise, surprise. What a surprise, right. So in September 2005, she drew a lot of um, attention slash controversy to herself, I know, I keep messing up my words. (laughs) Um, So she sells her story to the sun. Excuse me. And in the story, she portrayed Jermaine as a recent convert to Islam and a victim who was coerced into the bombing. However, we know this isn't true because Jermaine, who is originally from Jamaica, he had converted to Islam when he was 15 years old. Okay, guys, so bear with us. After that, there are rumors she connects slash marries habib saleh ghani who has con- connections with asif muhammad hanif who was one of britain's first islamic suicide bombers hanif the one that she's apparently married to now killed himself and three others at a bar in Aviv. Tel- no the- she's not married oh. to him now. no so this is the thing that i know i got really confused in this too it's like she met ghani and it was it was supposed that she was married to ghani but Ghani had connections to Hanif, Oh, who's oh. dead. No, I I got confused because Ghani's first name is Habib, yeah. and Asif Mohammed Hanif is the other guy. Yeah, I Sorry, was so guys. confused when we were like. Sorry. This. okay. Hanif, the one that Habib had connections with, killed himself and three others in a bar in Tel Aviv in April of 2003 after he was recruited by Hamas, scary, the Islamic resistance movement in Syria. Amidst all of this, Samantha becomes pregs with her third kid but no one is listed on the birth certificate what mm-hmm. a hoe right so then she just disappears like it was like she moved to northern england and then she just kind of disappeared from england i heard that she had connections like in africa like she was there for well, yeah that's, we're where, we're, that's where we're headed so basically the whole point of telling you guys all that back and forth with her and all these men is that she clearly does have ties obviously to terrorism yeah That was the point of that. So, however— And that she's a little bit of a hoe, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. The Telegraph reported that police didn't believe there was a romantic relationship between her and Ghani, but they were linked to plans um, in setting off bombs in Mombosa in 2011. Mombosa. Why am I stuttering so much? Mombosa is in uh, South Africa, I believe. Um, So then—don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. So then, in May, because I'm so good at geography. Yes. In May 2014, the Daily Mirror reported that Samantha had married Hassan Malin Ibrahim, a senior commander with the Al-Shabaab militant group. And you'll hear this. Dude, game. Al-Shabaab is fucking terrifying. They're yeah. Fucking psych- I mean, all terrorists are psychotic, right. but they're like... Yeah, they're Crazy. super jihadist, and they're based in East Africa. Yes. So in 2012, um, they pledged allegiance to militant Islamist organization Al-Qaeda, and they've since, like, lost a bit of momentum, but they still control, like, the, the rural areas in East Africa. They have a Twitter, apparently. I was like, oh, my God. And Samantha had a Twitter, too, throughout all this, and she would, like, tweet about stuff. And I was like, oh, my but God. But you know, like, most... Um, terrorist groups if well, they not yeah. all have social media and yeah. like because that's how they recruit right. people from which is really crazy that they can recruit people like right like in the United States there's so many stories actually that I learned of in during my studies and stuff that there's people like in the United States they usually seek people who are like been bullied and stuff mm-hmm. and like vulnerable people to like bring them in it's so and sad it is and it's they're so... I had to tell you about this girl after in Utah that it happened to her. It's just really sad and really scary. Um, also, somebody made, like, a parody Twitter of her. And oh I looked God. at it. It was... Re- I, like... It was so wrong, but it made me laugh because there was this one tweet, and it was about there's more police in here than flies in Mogadishu. or <laughs> something. Like, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that made me laugh. So, just, like, a warning. The timeline of, like, the information that we're gonna tell you guys next just kind of jumps around. I We tried to put it in, like, the best order we could, but there's just a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on with Sam, and, like, a lot of reports about what was happening didn't come out until, like, later on. Like, they were investigating her, like, before they released it to the public, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of like the timeline's a little fucked up. But. And, like, what Mary and I said in the beginning, the, the research there's truth, there's lies, there's yeah. rumors. It's like, no, it's, she's kind of like a little bit of a ghost. So like right. no one can really get a yeah, grasp on everything. Can't nail this bitch down. No, not yet. Uh, so what gets the ball rolling, rolling, is that a man. Oh, oh, I, I read a ahead. Sorry guys. Well, in the midst of all this, she has another baby in 2010 and is it Johannesburg? Yeah. Is that how you say it? That's, South Africa. Yeah, under a fake name, and they think the father of the baby is Abi Wahid, who is a former Kenyan naval officer who defected to Al Shabaab. So guys, she she has no type because she's fucking all sorts of different kind of men. No, I know they she's all like, like look different. She's all over the place, and I just think it's so crazy. Like, and sh- for anybody who's like, she's blowing smoke. Like, she's obviously not blowing smoke because she's infiltrated in Al Shabaab. Like. Obviously. Yeah, and then she was connected to Al Qaeda like and and Al shabaab yeah. and like this bitch is she's got ties. That networking though. Yeah. She must have took a workshop. She must have she must have studied LinkedIn real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so Tabitha, continue your original statement. Okay, so as I was saying, what gets the ball rolling? Wow <laughs> rolling is that this man named Jermaine Grant, her original husband. No, that's not her original husband. Yes, he is. Jermaine Lindsay was her original husband. They Fuck! Just, they just oh. have the same name. I know, it's so confusing. Like I, like we said, like all the names in this are so confusing. Sorry, guys. All right, they really need to get a little more creative with their names. Mm-hmm. So, Jermaine Grant, not her original husband, no. is arrested in December 2011 during a raid. He spills the beans that Samantha has been the ringleader of this particular terror cell in Mombasa And she has been helping orchestrate plants to bomb Mombasa during Christmas. Oh, that's so shitty. I know. Right. So, in 2012, Kenyan anti-terrorist police realized that... Now, this is where it can get... This is where I got confused when I was, like, reading through this and, like, going over it. Like, she she was on people's radar, but they didn't know that this person that they discovered using all these fraudulent passwords... Well, passwords... Passport was her. They thought it was her. So like I was getting confused. I was like, wait, did they know it was her? Or they didn't. So they suspected. So anyway, so the anti-terrorist police in Kenya, they realized that there's this like crazy white lady who's been like moving all around the country using the name Natalie Webb with a fraudulent South African passport. So they like liaise with Scotland Yard, where like the London police. And Scotland Yard is like, oh, well, actually, that lady has been using three separate identities, including the identity of Samantha Luthwaite. And she always had three kids with her. So, like, let's do the math here. It was Samantha. She was going in and out of Kenya with her kids and, like, her... And using this fake passport of Natalie Webb. And then there was, like, two other ladies' passports. And she was using her own passport at right. some points. Oh, right. It's like, so wild. It's so wild. I oh, know. Oh, God. Okay, so this woman was wanted in connection with links to al-shabaab terrorist cell planning attacks in kenya uh there's a photograph of a woman in the passport of natalie webb like had this really strong likeness to samantha Mm -hmm. the real natalie webb was an english nurse living in the home counties which are counties that surround london police believe this woman who's been running around with all these passports is quote not a small fish and is among several Britons that want to attack England using terrorism. End quote. Scary, Ugh. right? I just like don't. I don't have get never it. understood the rage and anger that fuels this. You well, know? and it's like, do they really think that they will be able to kill all the people that are not like them, or cripple entire societies and countries? Like that's what I'm just I mean, like. That's what The world taught. is real big, guys. Like I don't. They just hate. And, girl, we know that they hate some United States and some Europe, okay? I know, it's so upsetting. It really is. They just hate Westernization, and oh, well, it's it's. You know what? As crazy. a woman, I love my freedoms. Yeah, well, they might be going away soon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll the see. political climate in America We'll see what right the now. Senate decides. Right. So, police find out that this woman had entered Kenya in November 2011 using the fraudulent passport And she joined other members of the terrorist cell in Mombasa. So her parents are like, no way. She would never do anything like that. Though they hadn't spoken to her in years and didn't even know the name of her latest child. That's really sad. Right. But Alfred Mutua, the Kenyan government spokesperson and public communications secretary, said, quote, We believe she is a collaborator with terrorists. Our understanding is she was working with these people here, Al-Qaeda or Al-Shabaab people. She's a very very big sympathizer with these people. She was not going to carry out an attack physically, but she helped fundraise, helped acquisition of weapons, hiding people, transporting people, that kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. And like you have kids. Examination of the recovered passport showed that the woman first entered Kenya from Tanzania on February 26, 2011. She then re-entered... On August 25th, 2011, and then again on November 21st, 2011. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. She was placed under surveillance by Kenyan police after moving into an apartment in Mombasa belonging to the former wife of terrorist financier Musa Hussein Abdi. Abdi had been killed along with Fazul Abdullah Mohammed, the leader of Al-Qaeda in East Africa, by Somali armed forces near Mogadishu. Mogadishu. (laughs) I love saying that. (laughs) Me too. Somalia, Mogadishu, Somalia, in June 2011 and was believed to have been a key player in the funding of Al-Shabaab, which I totally right. um, believe because what I learned, too, is that terrorist groups, I mean, it they're built like businesses, mm. you know? Wow, well, yeah, they, that's interesting. Yeah, they have to be in order to, like, execute all these different plans. They can't just be, like, a group, like, hanging out. Like, they yeah. have – everybody has jobs. There's, you know – a ladder, it's like basically running like zappos or something. I'm not (laughs) even kidding. That's what they said in in like my masters. They were like you can compare Al Qaeda's structure and we use in this instance Al Qaeda in this, you know, instance in class exactly to how zappos is wow that's so um, interesting isn't that very interesting it really threw me for a spin the first time i heard that. i was like holy shit yeah so it's really crazy guys but yeah like that's that's how they model their groups because you have to be organized you have to like make sure that there's you know a rank order and everything mm-hmm. like who's gonna do the dirty shift, who's gonna do acquisitions there's budgeting like it's crazy Yeah, that's like so nuts that's order? things you don't think about Mm-mm. and even like i've watched so many like shows about like you know for example like nine eleven and like all that stuff and it's just like you don't think about yeah the all the planning that goes into it. into it behind the scenes yeah it's fucked up So, anyway, Samantha continues to make friends in the terrorism community. In October 2013, reports started emerging concerning the content of a laptop and flash drive used by Samantha, and it was recovered from Mombasa by Kenyan police. So, a Sky News investigation suggested she had used the computer to research information about number one, bomb making, number two, Hair and beauty tips. I was like, okay. She's got to look good under her jibab when she gets naked. Right. So. Among the 2000 files on the hardware was a downloaded document titled the Mujahideen Explosive Handbooks, which guys, you can find this like on Google. It's really scary. Oh, really? Yeah. An ode to Bin Laden, a poem allegedly written by Samantha, which pays <laughs> tribute to the founder of Al-Qaeda, Osama Bin Laden. What a sweet lady that she was giving him head she probably was no wasn't he dead by no i guess he wasn't dead by then no when did he die he died in 2011 at the end of 2011 oh, Wow. we were freshmen in college do you not remember we it was finals week and everybody woke us do you not remember it was like super late it was finals week spring semester everybody woke us up Is this when everyone, we went out and like went to the the chancellor's house and we were like so excited yes Okay, I think I remember that now. I, I think, always get confused because George but you, Bush. But you were with a, a lover and I was alone in our room and I was just like, what's going on? And I checked my phone and saw that Osama Bin Laden had been killed right, cause by Caitlin... Navy SEAL Team 6. Hell yeah, because Caitlin that night told me she saw something she never wanted to see again. Do you remember? No. Okay, we'll talk about it after. Okay. But anyway, let's read this poem about Osama Bin Laden. So this was written by Samantha, and apparently this was riddled with spelling errors, so like, I don't know, a girl <laughs> never finished primary school, I don't know. So she said, Oh, Sheik Osama, my father, my brother, my love for you is like no other. Boom. Oh, Sheik Osama, now that you are gone, the Muslims must wake up, they must be strong. Al-Qaeda are stronger and fiercer than ever, thinking in the end you are stupid, it will never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Be over until the day that we see our lands returned and governed by He Allah the Almighty. Oh, He Allah the Almighty, Jesus, whose law is complete. So make your plans, and He is the best of planners. Oh my God, this is terrible. It's really. There was no victory for you, Mr. Obama. She's taking shots at our fave guy. This is not okay. Except he got that motherfucker. (laughs) The honor is on his martyred Osama. Yeah, so she must have written this after he died. She just must... That must have been some real inspiration. Right. So, LOL. That's probably the funniest part of this whole fucking podcast episode is that (laughs) stupid-ass poem. So, then it was discovered she was linked and named as one of the suspects involved in a 2012 grenade attack on Jericho Bar in Mombosa. So this attack killed 20, oh, excuse me, oh, God, it killed three people, and 25 people were injured, and police said we suspect Samantha was actively involved in the terrorist attack on the club. God, I just, okay, next is the Westgate Mall attack, so then Samantha's name was linked with the September 2013 attack claimed by al-Shabaab on the Westgate shopping mall in Nairobi, which left 71 dead and approximately 200 injured. That, that is, is crazy. That is so like Oh, upsetting. man. Despite intense media speculation, these reports were viewed with caution by UK government officials, and there was no confirmation of Luthwaite's involvement in an, as an attacker, organizer, or fundraiser. Right. So Al-Shabaab itself claimed that no women played a role in the attack in a Twitter post the of course they would because women are... Right, yeah, women, they're not smart. They can't read. They can't do anything. Well, she can't spell all of her the right. with her shit. We have an adequate number of young men who are fully committed, and we do not employ our sisters in such military operations. So, to close, like, this just comes... Kind of goes back to the whole, like, lore of... And she was known as, like, the white widow, as we said. And it was assumed since Al-Shabaab was involved, so was Samantha... But, however, at the same time, like, they could be lying. They're terrorists. I'm sure they don't tell the truth all the time. No. But, yeah. And I couldn't, we couldn't really find any, like, updated articles from, like, legit websites. Like, the last article from CNN was from, like, 2013. Wow. So, that was a while ago. She's Um, at large, dude. Yeah. So, the most recent articles I found were from sites like Daily Mail, Mirror UK, like, a lot of, like, I don't want to say, like, gossip rags but like they kind of they kind of are. are yeah so sometimes daily mail gives us a legit moment no yeah but um like i watched the kavanaugh hearing on there there weren't any updated um updated oh fuck there was a talk over summer from you know daily mail and stuff that sam was recruiting suicide bombers to attack british holiday spots in spain and turkey but the article also said she converted to islam because she quote fell for an older muslim bloke end quote Which we know is bullshit because she married 800 people. Well, yeah, and that's not why she converted to Islam. We know she converted to Islam because of her parents' parents' divorce. divorce and she sought solace in her Muslim neighbors and thought that they were, they had a great tight family unit. So, so yeah, I think there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of, I don't know, what's the word I'm like searching for? She's kind of talked up a little bit, but at the same time, there's no doubt sensationalism. There's no doubt in my mind that she's definitely invited. uh, Invited. She's been invited to be a (laughs) sheriff. She's definitely involved in the whole, you know, the whole shebang. Yeah, Sharafia's in the shebang. Sharafia, Samantha's in the shebang. (laughs) Um, But it's just again, and I think this might be what kind of lured me in the first place to study this is, like, the psychology of it. Like, Mm. how can somebody harbor so much hatred towards somebody they don't even know just based, just based on religion? Well, and that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, how can you be so dedicated? Like, I understand, you know, people dedicate their entire lives to things, but it's like, I can't imagine being that dedicated to something, like, ever. Me either. Like, I, I just Did can't, that make us lazy asshole? no, because I think there are things that we have been, I mean, we went to college, you got your master's degree, like, we're very dedicated to our jobs, and we're dedicated to this podcast, podcast. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> boop, but anyway, boom, 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 let me hear you say wayo, but I don't know, I just, yeah, like, I'm Catholic, but, like, I'm not, like, I don't live and die by the Catholic Bible. And And I don't hate other religions. Yeah, David is Jewish. He doesn't, like, live and die for the Torah. David is Tabitha's husband, for people who don't know. But, yeah. He did marry a Catholic girl. He did marry a Catholic. That's such a good combination, Catholics and Jews. I love it. A a cashew. A cashew. There we go. And since I'm Cuban, a Juban. Hey! (laughs) That's funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyway... Yeah. So this was like kind of a more um this was a different kind of episode. Yeah, I was going to say we we wanted to kind of interject something a little different than like our normal like she was abused by her husband, murdered her husband, and now right. whatever. You know, um but you know, sound off on the comments if you guys right. want a little bit more of this. There are a lot of, you know, reports and stuff of women in terrorism a ton a ton for sure but um it let us know if you guys want to hear a little bit more about things like this just because it um it was interesting to do something a little different you know right and I think another thing that's so crazy about her and is so intriguing is that she is so like out of touch and yeah like CNN hasn't reported anything on her since 2013 and She's, you know... They can't find her. Yeah, exactly. So, and we don't even know. She might not even be alive. Yeah, she like, could very easily be dead. Yeah. It's just... It's scary. It's weird, so... It's weird that you can drop off the face of the planet like that. Yeah, definitely. I... Yeah. The missing people thing. Weird. Yeah. It is weird. Maybe we should do a missing person. We can. <laughs> I know it, it, that I it's my least favorite, but, I mean, we did... um Golden State Killer, and that was like, yeah, his favorite. So, okay, all right, well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, oh, let's talk about the wine. We're yeah. so dumb. Okay, yeah. you
1: so, go first.
0: all right, let's see. Let me take another sippy sip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like it, I'm a fan. It's like not making my mouth dry. I don't feel it doesn't feel like it's like hard to talk throughout this, and I mean, even though I was stuttering and making up words um I think I do taste like the blueberry like it said it was like blueberries um not it's not peppery like I wanted but that's okay and yeah it's very light I think this is a felony really I do I really like it boom 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 um well it's a Syrah and we really love Syrahs I never started drinking Syrahs until like you really put them in my radar they're they're nice because they're light yeah well we're we live in DC and it's like it's today was like the first like fall day it felt good and it felt good so I was like I want something like I want a red wine but I was like we don't want anything like heavy yeah because it wasn't like it was like in the high 60s low 70s yeah but it was a gorgeous day right um I really liked it because I mean I really love Syrah's I have not met a Syrah I didn't like um (laughs) I've had better Syrah's though. I couldn't really taste the tasting notes. like the well, That's herb. weird for you. I know, because usually I'm like, yeah. I can taste it. I don't know. I just... I don't know if my palate's a little rusty from the wine we drank last night. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to give it a misdemeanor because I, I've had better. I couldn't taste the tasting notes. However... It's a great wine for the price. Yeah. It's a nice bottle to pick up if you're just like, Mm -hmm. whatever. It's good. It's light if you don't want. Especially for, we know a lot of drinkers that aren't into red so much because everyone's so scared of red is going to be more like a Cabernet Sauvignon or -hmm. or Cabernet Franc, like too heavy or too dry. Yes. As my grandfather would say, it's like drinking blood. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Is he a vampire? He is. Why do you think I'm so obsessed with vampires? That's probably why. Um. Yeah, misdemeanor for me. Okay. All right. So we can agree, cause um, I mean, it is really good. I do think it's a felony, but I can I can knock it down one, cause one thing I notice is, it doesn't smell good. Like, oh, did I you smell, smell it? it? Like, put your nose in there. Oh yeah, it doesn't. Smell it doesn't good. like smell that good. Like it kind of smells. Like this sounds stupid, but it smells alcoholic. I'm gonna say it smells like that penny taste in your mouth. If mm, that makes any copper. sense. Yeah, like coppery. Yeah. Okay. It did. One of the tasting notes that we saw did say something about tar, which I thought was weird. I don't know what anyone knows what tar tastes like. Yeah, I don't. That I guess I, a lot of people don't know what pennies taste like. But I guess your blood in your mouth. I feel like when like you're like, a little kid, though, you always like. Put sugar. you ever put money in your mouth? Yeah, like, but I wouldn't put tar in my mouth. No, I wouldn't either. Okay. Well, anyway, so we're gonna give this one a misdemeanor, y'all. Yeah, but pick one up and. Let us know what you guys think about it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yes. Thank you. Have an awesome and blessed rest of your week. Stay safe. Yes.